Emotions are a very normal part of life. We all have them and they often have a purpose. They make life more meaningful and they help us to connect to others. We can even use them as a barometer for our mental health. Emotions are actually physical and they can be stored in the body when left unprocessed. This can feel like we are carrying around a very heavy weight, maybe on our shoulders, maybe even like a big heavy backpack of bricks. It turns out our emotions are designed to be processed and not carried around on our back. When we don't process them, it's like carrying this backpack up a mountain. Daily life, normal stuff even, gets harder with this extra weight. It's a lot like those extra pounds that we might carry around physically. Doing the things day to day just seem to be such a burden at times when we have this extra weight. Emotional backpack baggage also weighs us down. It would be so much easier to just lay it down, but we can't sometimes because our body recognizes and hangs on tightly to our story. Even the hard parts. It sometimes hangs on tighter to the harder parts of our story. But the emotion that accompanies something that we believe to be true, it actually gathers energy and becomes a part of who we are until we intentionally decide to reframe that story. We can do that by simply agreeing with God and how he sees us. Replace whatever thoughts that we have that are out of line with his word and his will for us with the truth and reminding ourselves that we know he uses all things for our good. This emotional backpack only makes things more difficult when we don't lay it down. We get to choose to allow it to transform us and make us stronger, make us emotionally resilient to live the life we are designed to live. I've always been completely amazed with the mind-body connection and how God creates us. He designed us with the capacity to actually process all the emotions, and he demonstrated that too in scripture. He addresses many emotions in scripture, love, joy, peace, gratefulness, even anger, and so many more. He tells us that when we're angry, not to sin. So he's not telling us not to be angry. He's telling us not to sin when we are. Did you know the body actually stores anger in the liver and lower back? It can cause lots of problems there. We also hold on to fear in our throat and lungs. Stress is held in the neck, shoulders, and hips. Anxiety is often held in the stomach. And shame, you can almost see it in the face of someone that's holding tightly to it. The only way out of these emotions is through them. There's not a shortcut, but it often takes a lot less time to process them than we think it will. You may think you're feeling an emotion or allowing an emotion, but you could just simply be resisting it. And this is an important difference because what we resist persists. So if you have an emotion that seems to be persistent, you want to evaluate it. You could possibly be stuck in your story and in your unprocessed emotion. Remember, emotions are physical. They are energy in motion. 
They're an actual vibration, like a wave. They are the language of our body by God's design. When we ignore them or resist them, our body stores them. They often show up as an ailment or a discomfort. Emotions are physical, so often people suffer physically when they resist them. It's important to recognize our emotions and notice how we feel with them. You can name them or describe them, which often helps you to separate yourself from them just a little bit. It helps you to see that you have the agency over them rather than being ruled by them. It helps you to see that you have freedom to choose what your thoughts are that may be causing those hard emotions. We can't always choose our circumstances, but we can always choose our thoughts about our circumstances. And that is what creates our emotions. So no one else is actually able to create your emotions for you. Whatever their actions are, we get to choose what we think about it. Once we actually feel an emotion, that means our body has already created it. Our body is really good at sensing our emotions and it immediately makes a little cocktail for us. It's like our body reads our emotions, recognizes it, and makes this little special cocktail just for us. No one else is going to share it with us. For example, if we are walking in unforgiveness, our body feels that and actually makes a little cocktail for us. We're the ones that feel it. We drink that cocktail of unforgiveness. The person who offended us doesn't even take a sip of it. They're not even affected by that cocktail. They're probably carrying on as if nothing ever happened. Not even taking the first sip. But good news is we can choose to let go of some of those hard feelings and we can choose to process emotions and let them grow and strengthen us. Are you wondering where to start? So first of all, you want to notice the emotion as I've mentioned. The next step is to name it. Then you're gonna spend a little bit of time sitting with it and last, you're gonna release it. So as you recognize your thoughts and emotions, be very compassionate and curious. You may want to journal as this is a great way to help you see the emotions more clearly. It brings them from darkness to light. It also prevents them from rattling around inside our head. Once you've noticed it, actually name it and study it a little bit. Does it cause you to feel hot, cold, pain? Do you feel discomfort physically when you recognize the emotion? Again, be curious. The third step is to just sit with it. Allow it to sit for a few minutes with you. I've often described to my clients, it's like you've invited to sit with you on the bench, but you get to decide how long and you get to decide when it leaves. Because emotions are like a wave. So you can allow them and when you do, they will pass through you, just like a wave. They don't really have to stick around. 
They can even pass as quickly as in 90 seconds, depending on the severity. More severe, harder emotions are clearly gonna take a lot more time. But some of the emotions that we might be avoiding that are not so hard, just one that we don't like, okay, can be processed pretty quickly. And since they are processed physically, there's lots of options and ways to do that. One of the most obvious way to process an emotion is crying. And crying, never be ashamed of. It is cleansing and it is, again, the way God designed our body. Walking is another great avenue for physically processing emotions. Running, exercising, dancing, writing and journaling, cooking, playing an instrument, swimming, deep breathing, so many, many more. The last part of processing an emotion is releasing the emotion so that it doesn't stay stuck and cause any harm physically and emotionally to you or in your relationships. I think it's great to do this by dismissing the emotion. You may wanna do this through prayer and you may find that you can replace it so release it and then replace it with a better emotion. You can do this through meditating on scripture. You can do this through your thought work, your story work, and being able to move forward rather than feel stuck. It's important that we create safety in our own bodies to allow us to process through emotions physically. We may have gotten into patterns that are unhealthy and that are not allowing us to sit with ourselves long enough to process this emotion or emotions. You may have several. For example, if you're a busy mom, you may have allowed that busyness to lose sight of your own emotional and mental health. If you've experienced trauma in your past, you may not be allowing yourself to go back and heal from some of that trauma. Well, we cannot think our way through processing emotions. It has to be done in a physical manner. So just remember that when you're looking at emotions and how you can handle them better, processing them and moving forward. Allow yourself that safety and that space to do it. Be willing to sit for a little bit and even repeat it if necessary. I encourage my clients to be creative and to see what works best for them. Think of this physical part as soothing, okay? And you know what? You're probably already really good at soothing people in your life. We often soothe others better than we soothe ourselves. It's time that we allow some self-soothing. You got this, you can do it.